Greetings, Parish Orphans and Retrogrades. Happy fourth and final Advent Sunday. We are now in the Christmas season. God bless. Unfortunately, many of you have heard that Father Frank Pavone has been dismissed by the Vatican from the priesthood. Goodly priest, in all the context we've ever known him by, Father Frank Pavone has been dismissed, I repeat, from the priesthood. And contrary to all the stories out there on this, according to Catholic News Agency, I, I will quote directly, the communication they have, quote, does not specify the actions that led to Pavone's dismissal or name the bishop that he, Pavone, disobeyed. Instead, instead, the bishops who have finally canceled Pavone after years of struggle, years of turmoil, they don't like the centermost uh, aspect that Father Pavone gives to abortion, the worst sin in the history of humanity, aside from the killing of our Lord on the cross. And finally, they got him. They got the Vatican to get him. And people are talking about this baby on the Cranmer table uh, incident, aborted fetus on the Cranmer table incident. They're talking about the fact that Father Pavone said that Biden voters were GD losers. That's the only word I censor here on Rules for Retrogrades, literally the only one. I'm not going to violate the commandment. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say shit all day long, but I, I ain't going to say GD. And he, he's apologized for the tweet that he made where he said, Biden voters and Biden himself has no love for God or America and he's a GD loser. And so are the people who vote for him. So I can't blame him there. Hopefully confess saying GD, but these people are losers. And the bishops, of course, who do not appreciate Pavone's disdain for Biden or Pavone's disdain for abortion. The American bishops can't tolerate that. They can't abide it. So instead, what they've given through this really vague throw the spaghetti on the wall approach to an article in Catholic News Agency is they just throw out some stuff that he did that they're hoping will catch with the, the popular Catholics out there, and it's an utter failure. Let me, let me read what the Catholic News Agency article says. Vatican dismisses Father Frank Pavone from the priesthood. By the way, before I go into this, I have communicated directly with Father Pavone and with two different members of his entourage, uh, one of whom is a, a close friend of the show. All last night, uh, I was uh, texting with Father Pavone directly. So I, I do think I have the inside scoop on this. I've talked to a lot of you out there. I've spoken to Dan Burke, who, who offered some helpful comments. But I, I could say this before I read the article. This seems to amount to a 12B6 motion for lawyers out there. Basically, all the evidence marshaled by the other side point points up, if we presuppose it, crimes which, even if granted, before we run any evidence, does not still amount to a legal claim. That's a 12B6 motion at law. All of the evidence, okay, Father Pavone 
put an aborted fetus on a table, not during a mass. Uh, the table has what was occasionally used as mass in these ridiculous non-altar Cranmer table masses. Um, but it was in, in like his studio or something in order to televise it and put it on the internet and show the horrors of abortion. One of my friends said, that's a really bad look. And I said, it's supposed to be a bad look. <laughs> what do you think, people? Abortion, which is synonymous with the name of Father Pavone, as, as he's an abortion fighter, is the worst crime in the history of humanity aside from the crucifixion of Jesus. It's the worst. And the bishops are not nearly as against it as Father Pavone is. And the bishops are not nearly as against Barack Obama, Joe Biden, the monarchs of abortion, as Father Frank Pavone is. They, they're not against it. I don't want to get myself into trouble here. Let's just say that. They're not nearly as against abortion and abortion purveyors as Father Pavone. And therefore, he's defrocked without really any reasons given. The communication from uh, Pierre does not specify the actions that led to Pavone's dismissal or name the bishop that he disobeyed. The statement refers to Pavone as Mr. Pavone. And calls him a layperson, underscoring the dramatic and immediate nature of the Vatican's action. Now, those of you who are worried about Pavone, as I am, I, 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 they took away his livelihood and his vocation. What what can they do? Go to his website? Um, sorry, I, we're trying out a new microphone today. For me, um, let me know if this, this sounds really strange, but... Um, uh, yeah, I believe uh, we have the bishop uh, who is responsible for this, Patrick J. Zurich, on the screen right now. We have the address, the phone number, and the email. Um, and also, I think we, we, Tim and I were talking about effective ways of protesting this, because I know Tim posted a, a, a tweet earlier that said, this just feels like an escalation of the bishops against faithful, outspoken Catholics. And so we're um, starting to roll out uh, hashtag not one penny until and across all dioceses, I think all faithful Catholics need to say we are not giving any of our parishes one penny, nothing, while this is continuing. Yeah, hashtag not, not one penny until. What you guys need to do, parish orphans and retrogrades, is literally say... To your bishops and to your pastors, not one penny until Father Pavone is reinstated. And then you need to go follow through on this. Do not, this is the last straw. This is like the British taxing tea. Stupid move by the British, stupid move by the bishops. Not one penny more from us. I'm very eager to see whether alternate sources of funding are. Let's just say that. If we all, this is like my dream come true, were to stop giving to parishes and then they were to need us, okay, you do what we say. This is how we control you through the purse strings. I still think it might be less effective than I'm hoping, even in my best dream, because there are, I think, I'm guessing, alternate uh, 
forms of fundulation. But not one penny until Father Pavone is dismissed, uh, is reinstated. And um, when they say, hey, we didn't do it, take it, talk to the hand, girlfriend. I don't care. I don't care. Sweetheart, tell this to your, your bishop. Look, miss, no, I don't care. It might not be in your jurisdiction. Talk to your sister bishops. I mean, brother bishops, right? Get all the hens together. Uh, in your sewing circles, in your gingerbread making clubs, as you do whatever it is you guys do when you hang out with each other, ma'am. And you say, well, we're not getting any money in Phoenix. We're not getting any money in Sacramento. We're not getting any money in Baltimore. We're not getting any money in Boston. So the fact that this is, uh, uh, I guess, is it a Texas jurisdiction that he was in when he was actually dismissed? Bishop Patrick Zurich? Amarillo. Amarillo. Amarillo, Texas. Who cares? Just say, look, we don't care. And for people out there that are a little soft-hearted, maybe a little soft-minded, when you respond, but I like my priest. Yes, so go put some cash in his hand, baby. Have you ever... (laughs) Are we grown adults Do we know how the world works here, folks? Yes, still support the trad priest that you like, that you know is not, that you're certain, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is not doing guys on the side. If you like that priest and he's a trad and he's good and he does confession lots and he loves the Latin Mass, go put some hot cash in his hand. That's what you do. Have you ever been in the world, folks? Come on. People come to me with the silliest objections. Well, how can I how can I help my priest if I don't give to the don't give to the bishop or the pastor? It's the bishops and the pastors that are mostly corrupt. The dioceses. The diocese. Stop giving to the diocese. The chancery, the bishop, the pastors. Why? Because they're the more powerful ones in the parochial hierarchy. Who are the good priests? The little side ones that are shunted off to some obscure corner of the bulletin for their masses. Maybe they do the Latin mass. Give them some cash. Donate, donative cash. Do it legally. Just give them some cash. Say, hey, this is for you. This isn't for the diocese. This is for you. So you have gas for your car to go visit your parents or to go do something. Go see a movie. These guys are beleaguered. They need help. So, come on, don't make me spell it all out for you. You guys need to get a little more take charge sometimes. I, I, we got to use our we got to use our prudential brains here. People will say to me, "Well, what if I'm stuck in the Novus Ordo and they have extraordinary ministers?" Well, don't get communion. Obviously, I haven't taken communion at a Novus Ordo in I don't know how long. With maybe one or two exceptions over the last years for really good churches. Okay, you got to got to use your adaptative brain. And I think a lot of people, um, when this news broke, I think all of us feel so dispirited and angry and shocked and just tired of being beat up on by the church or the the hierarchy in the church. We're all looking for something to do about this situation because in in my point of view, and I've solved, I saw a lot of this online. People are feeling the escalation of these. dainty lasses that are in charge of the church attacking the faithful 
I think it's if this doesn't do it for all of us at this point, guys, if we can't just rally together and circle the wagons now on this particular issue, we're done. We're done. They win. So we need to make a big stink about this. Again, we have the address, the phone number, and the email up here on the top corner. And I would tell your local church, I am not giving any more money until the church stops attacking the faithful while they have other priests out there actually saying blasphemous things that go directly against the faith are being celebrated and having private audiences with the Pope and elevated to new positions. It's enough. We've had enough. Three important questions that I tweeted out that I think will really help you in your dialogue with your bishop, but but also just to interrogate abstractly, broadly. Shout this into the void if you need to, to feel better. Number one, why does CNA know about this laicization before Father Pavone did. He says he didn't even know about it. He probably knew it was coming, but he wasn't notified, according to Father Pavone. And they knew about it before he did. Number two, what does the Vatican mean that this is unappealable? This seems incorrect. How can this be unappealable? We were never given a reason. It's clearly not for a good reason. It's clearly reducible to his anti-abortion activity. The bishops, okay, they, they're not of that mind of Father Pavone. Let's just say that. Do you guys really, really in your hearts believe that the bishops are fervently anti-abortion? Again, let's use our adult thinking caps and put two and two together. The bishops who love the Democrat Party. They love it. In America, I'm talking American bishops, USCCB. They love the Democrats. They hated Trump. Do you think, I'm just asking a question now, do you think they really, really hate abortion? Do you think they hate abortion at all? Okay, so that's question number two. I don't want to use my facial ID. Question number three is, why couldn't Father Pavone be transferred to another diocese? One in particular, maybe in the same state he's currently in, leaps to mind. Now, I've spoken to his people, so I can't say too much here. But why wouldn't he just be transferred? He's this pain in the neck to a, a bishop who is not of a like cast of mind. Let's say that in Amarillo. So why not just get rid of him like the, by transferring him around, right? Treat him like he molested somebody, not that he did. If he had molested somebody, he would have been transferred. He wouldn't have been kicked out of the priesthood. He would have been given... Uh, let me put it this way. I was thinking about the, um, the aborted baby on the Cranmer table. What I feel like CNA tried to do is to pitch this, throw this out there, and just pray like you do when you throw a Hail Mary pass, that people will really pick up on it, even though they didn't claim explicit. This is from 2016, if you didn't know. Claim it, and then hope that folks uh, take up the battle cry, and then you never really have to issue an official reason that he was laicized. And it doesn't work, right? 
Father Pavone put an aborted fetus on a Cranmer table in his like TV filming studio for the same reason that the Germans, uh, the, the Nazi officers anyway, were forced in certain German towns along with the villagers that overlooked their crimes were forced to look at Jewish bodies. Have you ever heard of a war memorial where you're, you're forced to look at pictures of uh, abused opponents, their bodies, their corpses? It's a powerful technique and it works. The bishops don't like a powerful technique that works for the anti-abortion cause. Also, have you ever heard of a criminal trial where they show the pictures of the victim to the jury? Why do you suppose they do that? Because it has an effect. It has an effect to show the brutality of a crime that was committed. I'm just saying, I know you guys don't like this. You, you like the, you know, pearl clutching. Sometimes you like the pearl clutching and the... But I, I am just going to point out, I'm credible here, Okay. With the whole Father Jackson thing, I was never saying this has got to... There must be. I don't have any evidence to support the idea that there's evidence which could exculpate Father Jackson. But I hope so. So let me just defend him. I, I kept my mouth shut until it became pretty clear that there was lots and lots of evidence against him. And then I'm like, I'm glad I kept my mouth shut. I, I was talking to Dan Burke, who offered helpful remarks today on the phone, about... Uh, about the black sheepdog, who, you know, legitimately was doing some ladies on the side. Oh, again, it's a million times better than a lot of these, these cats out there doing each other and men on the side, male prostitutes. So it's not, it's not nearly as big of a deal, but it's still a big enough deal for him to be laicized. Is it proportional for a priest that has a girlfriend on the side to be laicized while a bunch of active homos in the priesthood are moved around and basically promoted? Of course not. It's not even proportional to treat a priest with a girlfriend the same, even if they're being treated the same in punishment as, treat, as priests with boyfriends. They're not the same. Yes, they both violate the oath, but one is a vastly more grave sin. One's natural vice, friends. One's unnatural vice. Natural vice happens sometimes. Unnatural vice should never, ever, ever, ever happen. Even in a large plurality of people. I'm not saying natural vice is okay. It should never happen either, but it will. Unnatural vice, no. That's demonic. That, the, the, the vice that these guys are guilty of. And look how they get moved around. I know you've been saying it, and you agree with me. But think about Father James Martin. SJ. SJ. He's the naughty pet. Think of this Blue Flame special, James Martin. He's an LGBTQ uh, material heretic. And he's rewarded by Pope Francis with a meeting and with some sort of uh, verbal confirmation of his mission. His mission. You know, they love this. These guys all stick together. All the way up to the Pope. They love it. Think of Father Michael Flager. The P is silent, boys. It's a silent P. He's a social and political activist for Barack Obama. Barack Obama, remember, wanted to make killing live failed abortions, babies who are born alive there in Illinois. He wanted to make that legal, kill them. I mean, 
I don't think that's any more horrible than killing a one-month-old um, fertilized egg. But but you, a lot of people do, and and Obama wanted that, and and Silent P, big big P Daddy, Father Michael Flager, he's still in the priesthood. Monsignor Jeffrey Burrell, Monsignor Grinder, who goes and grinds with other men, evidently. Was this ever proven? Evidently. It's heavily suggested, I should say. Is anything ever proven? <laughs> and what I, what I mean by he grinds with other men, since I just said it, this is very difficult to deal with, right? Gr- capital G grinds. He goes on grinder, which has other men. Presumably, there's other kinds of grinding going on. But he's still in the priesthood. Is this proportional? So what I love are some of these idiotic conversations. I don't really love them. I'm being sarcastic. These conversations where people are like, well, let's address what Father Pavone did. He said GD. I'm like, yeah, he, he should have said, he called Biden supporters GD losers. And he called Biden a GD loser. He shouldn't have said that. That's, that's a mortal sin to say GD. I don't. He should have called them fucking losers. Then it wouldn't have been a sin. Got it? It's not a mortal sin if you're like, hey, these guys, Biden's a fucking loser. That's not a mortal sin, people. Sorry. Go pretty spouse somewhere else. These are late days. I, w- I would not say the word that he said, but he apologized for it. And he did say he went to confession. And he said he went to confession for saying GD. And I have, I've, I'm not saying, I've said that word in my past life before I reverted. But I don't say that word. You're not going to catch me saying that seven letter word, uh, two of the letters being G and D. But he should, you know, it would be cool if he'd been like, hey, Biden and his supporters are are losers. Any other way, call him any other name, just don't take God's name in vain. You feel me? Let's be real now. That's why, if you're watching Rules for Retrogrades, then what you want is realness. Cussing is impolite. It's not a sin. Taking God's name in vain is a mortal sin. So I always tell my classes, I say, better to say fuck or shit than to say GD, never say GD. You gotta go to confession forthwith if you do and stop doing it. So, okay, so he said that these um, mass murderers and their titular head in Biden, Obama, are losers, which they are, and he, he, he said he, he used it uh, depre- depredation. Shouldn't have done that. Who cares? Not me. This is a man with a chest, Father Pavone. This is a man with balls. That's what I want now in the priesthood. I want men with chests in the priesthood. So he gets mad. That's what men do. We live in a feminist era where the men get cuckolded and berated and demeaned by their wives for saying words that men use. Men cuss. We cuss when we get mad. And if you say that one cuss word, that's worse than a cuss word, you have to go to confession. You don't have to otherwise. Sorry, that's how it be. You're coming here for the realness now. What else did he do? Shouldn't have even apologized. He showed what America does on live TV. He shows what we do. We kill our babies. That's what we do. This is, what it, this is what it looks like, this beautiful little soul 
was slaughtered by a murderous mother, by a mother who murdered it, and a doctor who helped her to murder it. She hired a hitman. That's Pope Francis' own words. He said that four times. Pope Francis has said four different times over the course of the last seven years that I know of, maybe more, that you have a murderer, the mother of the aborted fetus, and the hitman that she hires is at a clinic called Planned Parenthood. And it created this little dead human that has no sin but original sin on its soul. Beautiful little baby. I'm looking at my seven-month-old baby right as I speak, and I can't believe it. And of course, look, you could do you could show with psychological tests, with biofeedback machines, and uh, uh, what's it called? The spike machine for the head, not the heart. Uh, EK, EEG. EEG. You could use yeah, an EEG, EEG in conjunction with some biofeedback data to quite firmly demonstrate that if I use a nasty word like molestation or pedophilia, you're being affected in a way that's more profound than this word abortion. Abortion has banality surrounding it now, doesn't it? The aura of abortion has been socialized. It has been domesticated and bastardized. I know, because we use the term so much because abortion is so commonplace. But abortion is worse than even child molestation. Abortion is way worse than slavery, American slavery. Abortion's a bazillion times worse than racism. Abortion's worse than rape. It's worse than murder of uh, fully grown humans. In almost every case, abortion is the murder of the most innocent. I'm not saying those things ain't mortal sins, because they are. But with a biofeedback machine and an EEG, I could prove to you that you, me, all of us, we use this term abortion, which is in its very essence, the term is a euphemism. It's destroying a child. You think for one minute that the Democrat Party, a party of whose sole precept, for its platform. Its first most precept is we will maximize the amount of baby murders in our American land. You think they're going to shrink at pedophilia? No, that's why they're pushing it. That's why they're pushing it. It's not as nearly as bad as killing the baby. Molest it. Why not? For Democrats. Do you get it? Racism. You know what's really pathetic in a nation of morons? That in order to get people pissed off about child murder, you have to make an appeal to race. You have to talk about Margaret Sanger. Do you or know how women. Stupid? You have to make appeal to women. You have to say, well, it hurts the woman too, kind of. Who cares? That's the, that's the aggressor. That's the murderer. You have to say Margaret Sanger wanted to do abortion because she didn't like black people. Now, I, I, don't, I don't like racism. <laughs> Duh. But it's not, it's one gorillionth of the, the magnitude of the sin of abortion. 
It doesn't matter if it's an abortion that's racist driven or sexist driven like they do in China. I don't care whether you're killing a little boy or a little girl or it's black or a white little boy or girl. It's equally evil. But morons who hang out in the political center, they don't give much of a damn at all about abortion, the centrists. Which is, I think, in my opinion, the best possible interpretation of where most of the USCCB bishops are. The very best. That's not really what I believe. I believe something far worse. But it's interpretive. To them, if you want to, what's the opposite of sweetening the pot? If you want to spoil, if you really want to appropriately characterize abortion as an evil thing, you have to mix it with sexism or racism. That's how dumb Americans now are. You understand that? And I think the CNA article, what they were trying to do with the aborted fetus, they were trying to rally all these all these faithful Catholics that would have otherwise taken father's side to say, how, oh, how that's so strange. It's so weird. Can you believe he did that? He did that because, again, like Tim said, you have to show the like in this day and age, you have to show evil for what it is. You have to show evil for what it is, particularly with the silent, unseen Holocaust that's been domesticated like abortion the worst sin that's why i'm going through all of this which has been utterly defanged i i've been abortions uh, anti-abortion since i learned what it is and even i'm like that term's so boring it doesn't affect my my vitals i wish it was worse we need to have another word for it the left is so good at this so much better at us at this than us at this they're so good at it they're masters change the language change the notions that's what they do we're horrible at it we on the legitimate right we catholics we start buying their premises well was it perfectly toward or untoward that father frank showed an aborted fetus. I think it's perfectly good. But that Cranmer table, ridiculous non-altar, that's sometimes used as, as an altar, was sometimes used as an altar. Okay, well, it wasn't being used as an altar then. By the way, get altars. <laughs> it's a table. A table's multi-use. I don't give a shit. It's not proportional anyway. The only thing you could say to me, to suggest to me, that would make me begin to care about what Father Pavone did with this aborted fetus in the Cranmer table and the, the television screen in front of him, would be to suggest that he was doing it as part of a black mass. But the other side hasn't suggested that because it's ridiculous. That's not what he was doing. He was doing it to show the horrors. If he'd done it as part of a black mass, here's my prediction. He would have been elevated in the church. He'd be bishop. <laughs> he'd be a monsignor at least. Get it? Up is down, down is up. People are um, in chat were making reference, and I saw this a lot on social media, that his greatest sin was his alliance with uh, Trump. 
And yeah. so would you please address that? Because I, I saw so many imbeciles on Twitter literally saying that that was enough to get a man laicized, even though they, those same people, are celebrating priests who align themselves politically with people who are promoting doctrines that go directly against the Catholic faith. Yeah. From what I could tell, Trump, for the most part, supports the doctrines of the Catholic faith. There, well, I, I agree with the people that are saying that he really got laicized for his Trump support. Is that I, I'm now I'm I'm not endorsing it. Are you saying you're assigning this as the you think the truest cause, and then you're endorsing that that should be a good true cause? That's idiotic. That's ridiculous. I repudiate that cast of mind. But why Trump pledged as a presidential hopeful to eradicate abortion via overturning Roe via giving three Supreme Court justices who would undo Roe versus Wade. I had my doubts along the way because his three picks were all weak, but they did do what he did. So what are you talking about? A Catholic priest is allowed to be anti-abortion. Trump staked a claim for his entire presidency. He made it very clear that his number one policy agenda was undoing Roe versus Wade. And guess what? He succeeded. Why, oh why, dear listener, <laughs> parish orphans and retrogrades, would a priest that has committed his entire apostolate, priest for life, his entire public ministry, again, which subserves priest for life, why would he oppose a presidential hopeful in 2016 who took him on board and said, I want to give you what you want, Father Frank Pavone? That's what Trump said to him. Support me, help get Catholics on board, and I will overturn Roe versus Wade. It's the greatest victory, political victory of my life. And guess what? Yeah, it is Trump's victory. I'll give him that. But it is the foot soldier, Father Frank Pavone, who's been doing this for three and a half decades before Trump even became pro-life. Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health, which came out this past summer, overturning Roe versus Wade, is Frank Pavone's victory. And men, men like him more than it is Trump's. But it is Trump's. So you have to be particularly thick-skulled to not understand why a priest who's dedicated his entire ministry to anti-abortion would link up with a president who says... I'm going to illegalize abortion or, or give abortion back to the states and make it legal for conservative states to illegalize it again. That's precisely what he did. My state is the state that initiated this. And guess what? It's illegal in my state. Thank you, Father Frank Pavone. Thank you. Holy cow. If, if Father Pavone had had that baby... That, that poor little soul, poor dear little soul, 
boy, girl, black, white, couldn't care less. Any of the, any of the above. If he'd had that up there on the ridiculous Cranmer table as a part of a black mass, then I would join some of the pearl clutchers in condemning him. But guess what? There'd be nothing to condemn. The priests that do the black masses, I think, I opine with some evidence at my back, then he'd be bishop. He wouldn't be in trouble if he was on that other side. Get it? You guys think I'm exaggerating. They think I'm exaggerating. You guys think I'm exaggerating. I'm not. Tell me when I've ever gotten one of these wrong. Tell me when I've leapt to the defense of some creep who trads or Novus Ordo or certain Catholics were saying, no, he's not really a creep. He's just persecuted. I've never, I've never gotten this one wrong. Well, I'm not getting this one wrong either. Father Pavone's not a creep. He's a hero. He should be crowned in laurels and hoisted on our shoulders rather than driven from our midst. He's a hero. And I'm not going to be wrong on it. The worst they had, they threw at him without ever enumerating, quote, the actions that led to Pavone's dismissal, according to CNA. It's still not enumerated. And guess what? They might not have to. So what do you do about it, parish orphans and retrogrades? By the way, click like and subscribe on this video. We're about to hit 40,000. We need your help. What do we do about it? Well, not, hashtag, not one penny until. Not one penny until Father Pavone is reinstated as a priest. You get these queens scared for their purse strings. Because you know they all carry purses. That's a joke. No one knows that. We just suspect it. Um, that's how you get them scared. Tell your pastor. I don't care. We take their party money away from them. You take, take their party money also, away. Also, on Twitter, too, um, there were several e-priests that were outright celebrating the removal of, of Father Pavone. Um, I'd, uh, what was that one from Mobile? There's Bazal. the one. Yeah, the uh, Father Vazal. Is it V-A-Z-A-L? What is it? I'm, a, I'm looking for Yeah, him. look for him. Priests like that specifically are if you're in the in the diocese of, Mo, of mobile or any of those dioceses click on their bio on these guys mm -hmm. that are saying that and you guys the faithful in those dioceses you have an extra obligation to call up that parish and let them know how absolutely disgusting that is even if these priests think that father pavone's alliance with trump was was Terrible, like the worst thing in the world. To celebrate a, a brother priest's removal and laicization on Twitter of all places, like a juvenile, is so unbecoming of a, of, of a priest that that alone, to me, speaks so lowly of his character that he needs to have a talking to. I doubt it'll happen, but I believe he... Oh, it's Father Stephen Vrazel. That's a lovely name, rolls right off the tongue. Uh, and he... And he says, Father Frank Pavoned. I mean, do you understand how catty uh, you have to be so to make feminine. a tweet like this? It's so womanly. It's disgusting. It it's so the priests like that—they're on Twitter all day long. It's check out his his what is e his hashtag? What is his hashtag on Twitter? Just look at this man's 
Um, that Twitter would be feed. Father. Uh, it's Keat. It's at Keytar Catholic. Uh, K e y t a r Catholic. You've got what ten thousand followers. <laughs> you mean you mean by behavior? That, that's what my behavior. <laughs> He's acting like that's a exactly queen. Exactly what I mean. And I mean that's that's typical. I've seen him on, I've seen him on uh, the tweet box before, acting like a total queen. And like I said, we don't actually know that the bishops all carry carry beautiful handbags and purses. We just suspect it. That's just our opinion. See, I take these shots, and these guys can't do anything about it. It's just my opinion. That's all I'm saying. Got no facts on that score. Just have reasonable speculation and a uh, a reasonably, we're talking about the bishops now, a lot of them, a lot of the pastors I've met in the past, got a pretty fine uh, gaydar set. Not infallible, but it's just my opinion. This is an ugliness, this nasty, vindictive, catty, petty, small-souled, small-minded, ugly hatefulness that you see out of these really girly e-priests, and you see it the same qualities out of the bishops. It's unbecoming of even a goodly pagan, let alone a Catholic, let alone a Catholic priest. And yet, so many of them so regularly operate under the framework of nasty, girlish cattiness. And it's, it's ugly. I tell you, I, I really... This is rough. Did you did you see that they're actually these same people that are celebrating um, Father Pavone's laicization are actually calling for uh, Bishop Strickland to be next? This is how disgusting they are. This yep. is how absolutely disgusting these people are. These are not Catholic Catholics. These are snakes. These are a brood of vipers that have are pretending to be Catholic and to pretending to speak for Catholics that are saying these sorts of things. And you know why that works? It's because good Catholics, faithful Catholics, aren't speaking loudly enough. We need to speak far more loudly, and we need to make a much bigger mess about this situation. Than well, we here's, here's the rub. One, One question I would ask Father Pavone, I was asking him to come on today. There's talk of him coming on, joining me today, but I think he's just going to go... Um, upstate New York and be with his parents. He seemed really bothered. It was it was uh, heart melting to watch him in his message. I, I really felt I really feel for the guy. And there's a way to give to him still, isn't there? I believe that he last night on his live stream, um, and again I thought he was being very respectful given the he situation was. and very dignified. Given how completely unjustly he's been treated by his bishop, which, by the way, again, on the, on the top left of Tim, we have Bishop Patrick Zurich's email address, phone number, and physical address if anybody wants to uh, voice their displeasure of this, this, this situation. I suggest everyone does. Do, do so. so. Please do. Do so. Give him a pe- by, by email, give him a piece of your mind. Ring their phones off the hook. But one thing I would a- have asked Father Pavone, uh, 
I was thinking about this this morning on the phone and talking about it on the phone. Were there specific demands by bishops who even even if they're queens, hypothetically, you still owe them obedience. Were there specific demands to see financials? That's that's the whispered cause for this behind the CNA article. And you do have to obey even a bunch of catty queens, even if they're if they if they're bishop, if they stand directly in the shoes of the apostles, well, we're the paradox of our time as a Roman Catholic is we got a lot of queens standing, you know, uh, lightly lighten the loafers in the sandals of the apostles, and because because of things like Bella Dodd talked about. There's an infiltration of the priesthood and the episcopate in the early 20th century, um, directed by Stalin. And so we have a catch there. You do have to obey. So I'm, I, I would have asked Father Pavone, okay, did you let them look at your financials? Did, is this, you do have to obey. I'm sure he knows that. I, I would have asked him though. That's the one question where it's like, okay, it's disproportional to be let go because you're not obeying. Look at the German synodal way. They're not let go. They, they, they say, no, we openly defy you, Rome. So it's not proportional. It proves, that, it proves how evil Pope Francis is. He's an evil guy. But you do have to obey. That's the catch. That's why people sometimes get um, confused by this channel, because we talk so tough, and we're like, Take action that is so tough. But it's ironically, semi-paradoxically, got to be the kind of tough action that the church allows us to take. You still have to produce the papers of your financials if your bishop orders you to. I'm not... You shouldn't be laicized for not doing so. And Father Pavone's just a red-blooded Italiano. He's a Paisano of mine. And so he might say no, be you know, like I do. And then the next day have thought better about it. It's kind of like his usage of the term GD. But I would just say this about the German synodal way to prove how evil Francis is to all the mindless Pope splainers out there. Tomorrow, in 24 hours, he is expected to laicize Heiner something that begins with a W because I was reversing the H and the W. Um, Heiner something with a W as the new CDF prefect. The reason that's huge, if true, is because this guy has been a leading champion of the German synodal way, homo rights in the church, female ordination. Uh, and so those mindless, brainless pope splainers who have said, well, Francis's synodal way and the German synodal way have a lot of daylight between them. Francis's synodal way is Catholic. Theirs is schismatic. No. Those guys, the Pope's planners, tomorrow around this time might have to shut their faces for once. Because that path will be destroyed. The path to making the claim that there is a distinction to be made between Francis's synodal way, as we enter into the 2023 World Synod, and the German synodal way, which is openly sex heretical, well, if you put as your number one doctrinal officer this uh, German synodal way bishop, Heiner, whatever his last name is, can we get that, actually? Um, 
then that, that argument has exploded. While you're looking up that name, I'll just say this. I think that the Bishop uh, Zurich just totally overplayed his hand here because most Catholics, what I'm seeing is the equivalent of this scenario. It's like a mom who has eight kids and one kid is just kind of minorly misbehaving and she's like, okay, that's it. You're grounded for a week. And her other seven kids are setting fire uh, to buildings, like spray painting things, like hitting old ladies. It's like, that's what's happening right now. We have priests that are out there saying heretical things like Father James Martin. And they're just totally looking the other way. And then even if you want to buy the argument that Father Frank did something wrong, his, his, which I, I don't, his offense is so slight, so minor, that he got the biggest punishment out of all of them. And all the rest of us Catholics are looking at this situation and we're like, even if what you're saying is true, Bishop Zurich, that he was disobedient and you didn't like that he said GD, which nobody does, or that he uh, was whatever, that, or the, the, the baby on the altar situation was not to your liking. None of those rise to the occasion of the punishment that he just received, given the fact that you all you coward bishops look the other way when our Lord is being mocked by these other priests that are giving platforms and promotions. It's all of us are we're sick of it. We're we're enraged and we're tired of it. But that's not why he was laicized. He was laicized for being so effective in his anti-abortion stance. That's what this all reduces to, in my educated view. Uh, he's not, they, they know, no one cares. Okay, so he, he said, his, you know, his political opponents are, are losers. He, he showed an aborted fetus. He is disobedient of, uh, you know, he's habitually disobedient of the bishops and then, you know, walks it back and, and obeys. Obviously, these are not offenses for which you could be laicized. The, the, the bishops know that. They're smarter than we are. They're like, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing their voice over now. Yes, th that's not why. Those, are the, those aren't the real predicate offense. The predicate offense is being fervently anti-abortion. The USCCB loves the Democrat Party. Does the Democrat Party love abortion or do they love anti-abortion? It's so obvious and in your face. If you people don't understand this, these are pretextual reasons. Okay? Just go read Brave New World, 1984, Any Orwell, Animal Farm, History, Philosophy. Read anything. And it's so obvious what's going on. Meanwhile, Heiner, Heiner Wilmer is expected to become CDF tomorrow. And I've told you before, and I also haven't been wrong on these big claims. A lot of folks have, have Glenn Becked it up in Catholic airwaves over the last two or three years, expecting catastrophe, which never eventuates. I told you. I've, I've said, no, that's not going to happen. And got that right. But this, the, the synodal way, German, Franciscan, they're changing the church forever with this one even more than Amoris Laetitia. And in order to do so, Francis has to have a prefect for the CDF like Heiner Wilmer, which is why we're getting him tomorrow. They're going to try to make a run at making gay okay, making it gay Catholic, getting women priests Catholic, which it's not. 
I don't know. I don't know what else. But they're, they're going to try to change the church forever. They're going to try to crumble the church forever. It's what Francis was put in place to do, to destroy the priesthoods of those like Father Frank Pavone, and to enshrine evil, antichristic stuff as Catholic in a way that it wasn't even done in the 70s, 80s, or 90s. That's what, he's, that's what the Sankt Gallen Mafia put him there for. We're going to find out tomorrow. God be with you until then. Support Father Frank. Go to Priests for Life and support them. Support Father Frank directly. Write Bishop Patrick Zurich. Tell him you're a coward. Uh, hashtag not one penny until. Do not give to your church. Don't give to your church. If you like a trad priest, put some cash in his hand and support this channel we need support folks patreon.com if you want something in return if you want to donate to me and on behalf of my daughter right there are plenty of viable goodly sources for charity for tithing i think it counts as tithing right we pay so much monthly in because we're not on a private insurance plan in, I don't talk about it that often, but in insurance, not because we have seven kids, but because we have our first kid, Abby, had surgery five different times, especially the fifth time. It cost a grillion dollars. If you don't want to get anything in return, that, that's what you, we have Patreon for. Go to Timothy J. Gordon. If you want to support the show, you want to get a book, you want, we're going to send out some free PDFs to all our patrons, by the way of Steph's book for Christmas. That's your Christmas gift. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's something Ask your controversial. <laughs> yeah, something controversial. But if you want to if you want to help family. Abby and you want to help uh in a donative way where you're just donating getting nothing back, it's a gift, then go to DonorBox also at timothyjgordon.com. We have two distinct ways to go, right? Help out in a way that's not a donation, you get something back. Or just donate to, to me on behalf of Abby or, or the fact that I have seven kids or what else, six other kids. That's a donation, okay? And it is Christmas season. We were going to do a big gift drive thing, and I'm sorry to say, like we did last year, we got snowed under this year, and I'm sorry for that. But we are going to do our own gift drive, and we're going to give all our patrons a free PDF of Ask Your Husband. So that'll come before Christmas sometime this week we love you guys sorry i'm getting so mad here the last couple shows that's not my shtick my shtick is to be sarcastic through it or, or whatever be able to crack some jokes and to, to at the same time drop some not science but some metaphysics but um man the last few shows i've been doing i've just been getting pissed and hope has two beautiful daughters anger and courage so sometimes it's appropriate. Men that never get mad have no chests. St. Augustine says as much. But I'm just so mad on Father Frank's behalf. Whatever you call him now, Mr. Mister Pavone. It's pathetic. God bless him. God bless you guys. Happy 4th Advent Sunday. And uh, now we begin the Christmas season in proper. Pray for Father Pavone. And pray that we have the demographical majority sufficient to overturn this, to make the cowardly queens overturn this.
Dennis Volt. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb.